Hi, and welcome to College Grad Marriage Dropout. It's Clay. And Rainy. Hey, y'all. Hey, so today we want to talk a little bit about fear. Okay. Now, I mean, you can be fearful of a number of things, but mainly today I want to talk about, you know, the fear and moving forward after a breakup or divorce. Um, maybe even just the fear of success or the fear of true happiness. Okay. You know? Okay. Um, I had recently spoke with a young lady and she had gotten out of a, an abusive relationship and she, whoo, I, I, I looked over at her and, um, I had seen this face before. I knew this face because I made this it was face. Your face. T- yes. And I knew at that moment, I was like, I need to help her. Right. Or I need to just, you know, lend an ear. Because she looked like she was going to either have a panic attack. I could see that something was making her anxious. So, you know, in asking her what was wrong, initially she didn't want to talk. But then she just opened up. And she was just like, you know, I got out of an abusive relationship. And, um, you know, it's been a little while. I met someone else, but I am just scared. I'm scared that something's going to go wrong. I'm I'm scared to be happy. She said, I'm so happy that I just, something has to be wrong with the situation. And she was so tearful. And I realized I was there. You mm-hmm. ever been there? Uh, a little bit. A little, not exactly what you were saying, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think so. Well, you know, I just had to remind her that, you know... She didn't want to let fear control the rest of her life. Right. You know, and that um, she deserved to be happy. We all deserve to be happy. You know, sometimes our past will help us appreciate our future happiness. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So, we're going to get started (laughs) with our positive affirmations. Let's start out with our positive affirmations. Okay, okay. I am not afraid. I am more than enough. I am stronger than my fear. Mm, I like that one. I am worthy. I am powerful. I am beautiful. I have strength. I have power. I have wisdom. I am talented. I am courageous. I am intelligent. I got this shit. Fear will not control me. Right. I laugh in the face of fear. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I laugh in the face of fear. Right. Because I know I am stronger. I know I am wiser. And I know that I am enough. So let's talk a little bit about fear. We all have times in our life when we're afraid. And typically, I know for me... 
I'm fearful when I don't know what's coming next. Mm-hmm. Especially when you like, say you've been in an abusive relationship. I have been. You know, you just don't know what's going to happen from one moment to the next. So I kind of feel like for me, my anxiety, my anxiety was breeding fear. Okay. Um, especially, you know, when you're going through a bad relationship, it's like, oh my God, I don't know what's going to happen, where I'm going, where I'm headed. And you become fearful because, you know, some anxiety is based on real life things, you know, and other things are based on fear and fear could be like unrealistic things that you think might happen. It might not even be real. But you know what? One thing about fear, too, I also feel that fear is a part of who we are that can protect us. You know what? You're right. Because fear <laughs> can be healthy. <laughs> fear can be healthy. Right? Because you think about it. If you get out of a bad relationship and you have some fears or some anxiety or some, you're, you're like, just uneasiness, it's usually your body telling you maybe that's not it. Maybe you should go in the right direction. So fear is not always a bad thing. But fear is bad when it starts to take over everything. If it's starting to... Control your life. Exactly. Like, I am not going to drive crazy in the snow with bald tires because I am fearful <laughs> that you're going to slip. Because you probably are. I did. But that's a realistic fear. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm But you from. can't also be like, you know what? I'm not going to drive, period. Right. Or in terms of dating, right? This ninja screwed me over. So I'm not dating anyone else. Right. You know, your fear will keep you unhappy it if you don't control it. Because I, I, listen, I remember <laughs> right when I separated from my ex-husband, I was like, I'm not dating nobody. They're all the same. I don't want nothing to do it. I was like, you know what, love? I give up on you because love don't love me. I've been loving all my life and you didn't fuck me over. How many fucking times, love? Right? And I was fearful to like even think of the idea of falling in love again. I was. I could tell you this much. Yeah. I I have been in a place for a while to where I I'm very skeptical of ever getting married again. You know what? <laughs> a bad marriage will give you a healthy fear. You won't be racing <laughs> to marry anybody after you go through a situation that's not good for you. Like I am in the same boat. Like I like I you know, I don't hate people. You know, I want like a wonderful relationship, you know, but the race to get married ever again? No. Ooh. I want to, it got to be right for me. I'll tell you what. I went to my cousin's wedding. Right? Yeah. <laughs> went to my cousin's wedding mm-hmm. and they're getting ready to throw the bouquet. My ass ran in the other motherfucking room and closed the door. I'm like, bouquet, you're not getting me today. <laughs> Listen, when you talk about mar- like uh, weddings, right, and getting married, I um, I swear, after I got divorced, um, it was like wedding after wedding. I, I was invited to these weddings, and I dreaded going to the wedding. I was so fearful. You know, there were times where I was like, I'm just going to say, no, I can't come. But I didn't want to let the people down who, in- who invited me. And I had to face my fear and go to some weddings alone, right? And there were some times I went to the wedding and then I would be cool because it would be so beautiful. 
right? And then I'm like, this is so fucking beautiful. Why the fuck did my wedding, why, why did my marriage turn out like this? So I would be on like an emotional roller coaster and I was fearful of that. So I was scared to go to weddings. And I remember going to a wedding that was in a whole other country. <laughs> and I just wanted to be there for this couple because, you know, I loved them. And I was just like, oh, I'm going to go. But it was right after divorce. So, you know, I had to save money because money was still tight. But I made it. But it was like the best experience ever because I needed a mom break. You know, and mm -hmm. it was a wedding and a vacation that I went oh, to all by myself. And it was magical. So, like, don't let your fear hold you back. Because sometimes it's going to be a great experience. You are going to have those times where it just doesn't feel good. And that's okay because your feelings are valid. You know, you have the right to be fearful when someone hurts you. Or, you know, if you went through a whole lot of shit. I'd be scared, too. You better not jump right into another fucking relationship, right? I mean, unless you, I mean, that's living fearlessly. <laughs> but that. like, but that's kind of, it's, it's, it's not a good look. It's not well, a good look at all. Mm -mm. Because you got to give yourself a chance to heal. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you have to have a healthy sense of fear, right? Because it keeps you from getting into that same situation you know you just mentioned something about healing and yes i think i really believe quay that that is the biggest part when you're coming out of a relationship right. is healing yourself and there's going to be times and when you don't realize that that you're not healed in that mm -hmm. area until something comes up right so <laughs> after after my last divorce you know on the dating scene, you know, and I remember someone asked me, well, why don't we get married? And I, 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 I kid you not, I start hyperventilating shit. I was like, I don't even know you like that. What? what? I was like, what? Marriage? I'm like, no. said, <laughs> absolutely not. You know, and, but now I've been divorced now close to six years. Mm -hmm. I was somewhere around there. I don't know. And I think, I don't know, you know, um, I don't feel as anxious about it mm -hmm. as it was before, but there's other things in my life that I have been fearful from mm -hmm. and just speaking about fear and knowing how fear can control you. I didn't want to be controlled by that anymore. So just a goofy little story. Um, I was definitely afraid of snakes, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like terrified, afraid, afraid, afraid of snakes. Now, just give yeah. you guys some little insight. I mm -hmm. grew up in Arizona and California to where we had really deadly snakes, you know, right. sidewinders, rattlesnakes, you know, timberheads to where I was even chased home by a, a, a <laughs> snake before a sidewinder. And you're trying to outrun this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So, long story short, it came to the point to where when I would open up a textbook and there was a snake, I would throw the textbook across mm -hmm. the room. I, I would dream about snakes. I was afraid of them. Everything. It was just, that fear was, was debilitating my life. Mm -hmm. So, I had to get therapy. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't want that to control me anymore. I didn't right. want... I didn't want this snake, even though, yes, snakes are 
can be deadly. A lot of them are, right? But I didn't want a picture of a snake to have me in mm-hmm. a big tizzy. You know, I didn't want me to not go to the zoo and take my daughter down down the part where the snakes are. You know, I'm not right. gonna hold it. But what I had to realize, I had to grasp that fear. And within that, what I'm saying is, is that I had to kind of channel like, where did this come from and why did it start? Right. You know, so my mom, she, my mom was also afraid of snakes. So guess what? She put her fear into me and my brother. Right. You know, and then she backed it up with the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so just saying that to say, you have to kind of realize where your fear is coming from. Mm -hmm. You have to kind of deal with it at the source. So I think it's important for you to remember the last time you felt okay before having that fear and go back there. And then, I mean, because you need, that's the only way I think you would get to the root of the fear. Because a lot of times people think they're fearful of being in relationships because it's this relationship. But you may have issues that stem from something mm-hmm. earlier on. You know, um, I was thinking, you said you were scared of snakes. Me, it was bees, right? Yes, you were. Yeah, and then <laughs> still to this day, I'm scared of bees. I think I would run into traffic to get away from a bee, you know? But... I also realized, like, when you're getting out of a relationship, some people are so fearful of being alone, right? That they run back into another one. Right. But see, like I would run into traffic and get away from a bee, don't run into traffic to get away from loneliness. You know, traffic does not feel good against your body when it's cars. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I just feel like just simply... You, you have to realize, like, is it the loneliness that you're afraid of? What are you really losing when you're walking away from a relationship if it's not healthy? What are you losing? That's right. You know, someone to talk to? You ain't, I mean. It's not rejection. It's mm-mm. redirection. It is redirection. Like, yes. Redirection is good. You know, it might, you might feel lost at first. But once you get to where you're going, oh, my God. I know. It it can be beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. I remember getting um, situated back in my house. You know, as you see right now, right? I am rebuilding. Like, when I was in my relationship, it was like my physical house was falling apart. I had a whole-ass, grown-ass man here. And it was more broken things than things that were together. My spirit was broken. The cabinet door was broken. The fucking back door was broken. Like, shit. He was breaking shit and faster than I could fix it. And he wasn't helping me to fix it. And, you know, when I got out of relationship, I looked at the mess, right? But sometimes I feel like God has to break us down so that we can rebuild. You know, I, I looked at my kitchen and I was like, you know what? I need new cabinets. I need new cabinets anyway. So I got the kitchen redone. I couldn't do that while we were here because we were arguing over money all the time. But I had clarity once he was gone. But I had held on to that relationship for so long because I was fearful of being alone. Fearful that my kids would grow up without their dad. There is nothing that you can do to make somebody act right, you know, period. Like if someone doesn't want to be a parent, they're not going to be a parent. Mm -hmm. So sometimes our fears are unwarranted. You know, we just 
fear for the future. We're just we're just scared all the way around because we're in a bad relationship. <laughs> you know what? Um, one thing that I also kind of want to yeah. touch base on from this too is just that we also have to make sure that we don't put this fear on our next relationship. Oh yeah, because that's definitely where it. It's it. It's deadly. It can really mm-hmm. hurt that that next relationship that you're in. So for a goofy example, you know, I'm gonna be candid. I'm going to mm-hmm. be candid. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a grown folk conversation. So <laughs> my last husband, he tricked me. He lied mm-hmm. on his dick. <laughs> right. That's you know, some shit right there. He, he took Viagra for mm-hmm. a long time and then he stopped taking it. And I was like, what the fuck happened? That's and he told shit. me, I was just like, damn, damn. you know, and <laughs> so, you know, in a new relationship. Mm hmm with this person for the first time and I'm like oh my god like whoo and I, I and I looked at him like did Is you it- take something <laughs> <laughs> and he's like why would you say that and I was uh, just like well <laughs> <laughs> right so that was kind of like a little hesitant like a little fear I'm like wait a minute you know, it happened to me before. Is it happening to me again? Exactly. And I told him the story. Then he was just like, oh, I get it. But the thing about it was like, I was kind of putting my past relationship. Right. Thinking that he was going to do that same thing. And that wasn't fair to him. No, it's not even fair to you. It really wasn't. Like, oh, that reminds me of that girl. You know, I was just like, oh, poor baby. You are worthy of good dick. Yes, you are worthy of good dick, good love, yes, you good are. conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone is not the same. And mm-hmm. I had to realize that. No one is perfect, but everyone is not the same. Right. You know, right. I used to, I'm telling you, I would go on dates. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> literally, the moment somebody, I'd be like, what do you like to do? The moment somebody be like, I like to cook, I'm like, oh, fuck no. Red flag, red flag, abort mission. Why? Because I started thinking, oh, my ex-husband was a chef. So, you like to cook, maybe you're going to be like this fucker. Like, you know, and then I would, if I would have kept that thought process, I would have eliminated a lot of good people. And who could make you good meals? Exactly. And (laughs) I mean, at the end of the day, who doesn't fucking like to cook good food? But, you know, when you're still in that healing process, anything that reminds you of something that hurts you, you're going to be running from. Right. Right. You know, it's kind of like classical conditioning. Yep. You're right. You're right. Shit. I was conditioned. Oh, fuck. No. Run. They said, listen, they said they were from New York. Run. Like, (laughs) like, there was a lot of different factors. I'm like, oh, what did you just say? If I heard a saying that my ex may have said, it was just like. Uh-uh. run the opposite direction because I knew how much I was hurt in the past and I just I was avoiding it like the plague so do you feel just looking back now that you weren't healed I wasn't healed because I mean now I mean now I can hear shit but it doesn't affect me the same way mm-hmm. you know I might look twice at you I still have a healthy sense of fear but I'm not scared all the time you know because I know I can handle my shit. I know when to walk. Right. <laughs> Before I was holding on because I was scared. I was fearful. 
I'm not afraid anymore because I know what the fuck I bring to the table. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I really feel that's another thing about saying those positive affirmations, mm-hmm. just like we were doing in the in the beginning. Like when you were speaking about the young lady who who was going through this time, mm-hmm. you know, and she was questioning. I'm not sure she was questioning, but it was kind of like reminding me of like, am I worthy enough to have someone love me? Right. And and you know how hurtful that is to see someone young. I can't even imagine. Like, I feel like I, I pity the fool who breaks my daughter's heart. I'd be like fucking serial mom and shit. That's an old school movie. You know that movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So y'all listen, <laughs> I got potential. Um, <laughs> But anyway, like, just watching her, it just broke my heart. Like, I could just see. She's like, she had been dating an older guy for a while. And, um, you know, he basically just fucked her over, you know. And it's it's just sad, you know. So fucking sad. Like, karma, she's not a bitch. But she will get you, you know. Yeah. And you know what, too? um, I just thought about the people who treat good people wrong like you know what i mean like oh another thing about fear Mm -hmm. is just that fear will have you put up walls that are really hard to tear down true and the longer you stay in fear the longer you stay living in that fear the thicker the walls are going to get Mm -hmm. the longer you're alone the easier it's going to be to be alone because you're not going to be able to like be with someone after years of isolation I mean, you think about people like in the prison system and how when they re-enter the population, mm-hmm. how hard it is for them to fit back in with society because they haven't had to. Like, you know, the longer, I, I mean, I said I wasn't dating anymore, but, you know, in all honesty, I definitely was missing the D. You know, <laughs> so, you know, when you get hungry enough, you go out to find food, you know. <laughs> yeah, you definitely do. But, um... I think, you know, you just got to step out there. Step out on faith. You got this shit. Like, you know, you can't let the fear control you. There is someone out there for you. Now, speaking about fear, okay, and when you're dating again, one thing I would say is that you still have to be cautious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Don't be stupid. Don't ignore. And I'm saying true red flags. True red flags. True red flags. Now, if you, like, for example, if you know, like, for me and Rini, we've both had relationships in the past where they've been abusive. You know when people have abusive tendencies because they usually have the same characteristics. You can just pick up on it. Your spirit never lies to you your gut never lies to you when Mm -hmm. you feel something's out of pocket you nip it in the bud then and don't be afraid to walk away you know i um i was um talking to my friend ebony the other day and i was like looking at myself i was like oh my god i need to retrace my locks I need to do this. I need to do that. But I know, like, after divorce, sometimes you're always questioning yourself. Like, am I still beautiful enough? Am I still this? Am I still that? And you have, like, you maybe fears about, like, you know, is someone going to date me? I already have have kids. Like, I've been married. I got baggage that comes with me. And she was like, excuse me? She said, you have always been hot shit. That's what she said to me. She said, and you're even hotter now. She said, don't you ever question yourself. That's right. Single, 
she says single working mothers you're fucking no no you're a working single mother is that what she said to me she said that shit is always fucking hot look at you (laughs) (laughs) you know i mean just remember you have so much to offer and offer it to yourself first Mm -hmm. and once you build up your courage and your strength and your self-respect in that level of healing you're gonna be unfucking stoppable and that's one thing that mm-hmm. I, that i really want to touch base on too is just like having your own self-respect mm-hmm. you know you have to have your own boundaries yes <laughs> yes you have to have your own values um as well so even though you're stepping into a new relationship or even revisiting a relationship mm-hmm. You have to set some type of boundary of something that that means something to you. Exactly. You have to have some standards. Exactly. You know, recently I was looking for a new job, right? Mm -hmm. And I told you this. I went looking for this job. I was going to go in for orientation. Mm -hmm. And it was on some fuckery. And I remember calling you like, I am not, I can't take this. Like, I can't. Go back to my old job because I have some issues going on. You know, I need something that's going to allow me to work and not be in pain. But I didn't want mental anguish. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when when I was trying to figure out, am I just going to take this job because I need the money? Am I going to just take this job? That's like the same thing as taking a relationship because you need right. the money or the that's support. Right. Don't do that fuck shit. You set your demands. Set your fucking demands. And if they walk fuck them like i had to go to this place and i was like you know what what you did was unacceptable i'm not going to accept this shit you know i hope you would do better you put me at risk you'll put patients at risk and i figured that they wouldn't fucking talk to me again and you know what i didn't give a fuck because it was below my standard but what i did what i didn't expect was that because i stood up for myself they were gonna be like please come here can we do better like I'm, I'm so sorry that your first day went like this can you give us another chance mm-hmm. you know but you know i still have to pray about giving them another chance but mm-hmm. you know it's okay to stick up for yourself d- despite what may that's happen right. that's right i mean you gotta have peace of mind and i'm telling you it's so freeing i i was living without fear that day i said fuck them i said because god will provide no matter what i never went without eating you'll always have what you need period you know yeah yeah so you have to speak into fear's face exactly you know um kind of going back to what we were saying before so Mm -hmm. i know that we were speaking about um abuse Mm -hmm. so there's verbal abuse physical abuse financial abuse sexual there's tons of different types of abuse right right? so verbal abuse is something as well Mm -hmm. you know and I don't like being yelled at. Exactly. <laughs> I know if you ever listen to any of our other podcasts, you'll hear uh, me speaking about that. And so I was speaking with this gentleman once and I could tell him raising his voice at mm-hmm. me. When I was younger, mm-hmm. I would cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone would yell at me. I would just start crying and boohooing. But guess what? Mm-hmm. That's, that's me. I, I'm very sensitive at times. And I have to make sure I protect that part of me. Right. So to me and me and protecting, I'm like, you are not going to yell at me. I'm not going to let you touch my spirit like that. Right. So at times I had to 
me being older now, realizing me as a person and who I am, right. I'm not weak because I cried. That's just a part of me. So exactly. I'm going to protect that. And you are not able to yell at me. You yell at me, I'm walking, I'm leaving. Exactly. So I had to speak into that fierce face because it made me think of myself when I was much, much younger. Mm Mm-hmm. And I would go in my room and I would cry because someone hurt my feelings. But you got to remember right now, you're a grown-ass woman. Exactly. And if you allow somebody to let you, to make you cry. Exactly. If you allow somebody to disrespect you. Exactly. Because you're fearful. Exactly. That they're going to walk away. You don't love yourself. And that's exactly where I'm coming from. So I had to make sure I protected myself Mm -hmm. and speak to that fear that that could have potentially overcame you know what i'm saying so it's just like whatever you're going through Mm -hmm. realize that there have been other people who have been in your same situation you can always look to somebody for some type of inspiration Mm -hmm. um but especially when you're coming out of one relationship getting ready to go into another if you're that fearful maybe you're not ready exactly take your time don't be fearful of your your clock is ticking and right. you know you just need to have somebody you just need to have you that's right because I, I promise you if you lose yourself again you're really gonna be lost mm-hmm. you're really gonna be scared because you might not find yourself and you the know next what? time i think you were telling me too that this young lady was gonna go on an out-of-town trip right? right so one thing i would like to advise you know if you cannot afford it yourself Woo! just don't go don't go don't go. If mm-hmm. you can't pay for your tank plane ticket back, exactly. you can't pay for your cab fare or your hotel because you never know what might happen. Exactly. Don't go. Don't go until you can make sure that you're secure mm-hmm. in that trip to where if anything happens, you could get up and leave. Yeah. Don't go unless you know that you got you. That's- <laughs> Period. That's right. And that's even for smaller things. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Exactly. So I would say set yourself up for fa- um set yourself up for success and not failure. Exactly. Because when you fear can That's like a warning thing. Yeah. But it can set you up for success as well. Because uh-huh. if you know something's gonna happen, you're like, uh Exactly. I mean you have a healthy fear when you walk in down the street and you see a dark alley and your body's like, uh uh-uh. uh. You get them goosebumps, you don't have to go in that alley because something's telling you something ain't right. Right. And if you get that same feeling when you're walking into a relationship, uh-uh, uh-uh, go the opposite way. Right. It's really that simple. It's just, you know, being able to listen to your body and not letting the fear control you. A lot of times we look past people's faults or past red flags, past things that we should have never looked past mm-hmm. in the beginning. And then mm-hmm. here we go. I want to tell you about a fear, okay? So... Years and years ago, when um, I got out of my first marriage, and I was just dating, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm. my my I had three children. My children were young, and this one gentleman, he was always trying to take me and my kids out. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, you're just a beautiful woman, and you're I see you doing all this. I'm like, thank you, but there was just something about him, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I don't know. Right. And I was, I kid you not, I was kind of fearful. I was like, I just didn't trust him. Uh-huh. Guess what happened? What? He was a pedophile. Woo! A pedophile. So, when you're having those gut instincts, those fears, yes. some of those things are good, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that 
everything that he was saying and offering to me that I was not worthy of it. Right. But you also have to go with your gut instinct too. Exactly. So there's times in your life to where you are going to be fearful. But we're also saying don't let fear completely control <clears throat> your life, but be cautious. Being cautious. Let's talk about sex, right? <laughs> now, one thing you should be fearful of is STDs. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, you know, getting out of relationships when you're in a monogamous relationship, um, you need, you, you may not have been using condoms then or, you know, any form of protection or birth control. I just want you to realize you're just as fertile and susceptible to STDs as you were when you were married or in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And um, be mindful. Don't get so comfortable. I think like a lot of, I don't think a lot of people talk about it. You know, you get out of relationships. Some people are serial monogamous and it's just like, oh, I'm going to hop them from one relationship to a ne- to the next one, right? And I feel like it is possible that you know you can get something and not know it and it can show up months later like i am right now doing a clinical in a setting and you know there are just so many stds out here that you just would not believe Um, like people are able to be undetectable as far as like even having the hiv virus like there right now there is um a medication out here called prep right so prep isn't it Mm. it's just it's prep and there's prep and there's pep pep is when you um like after an exposure Mm -hmm. and prep is prior before before. Mm -hmm. yeah so you know you think about it um i do visits where you know these people are coming in for their prep visits right and they come in every three months right to be checked to check their 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 levels and there are other people who may have been positive, like with HIV, right? They take these medications and it, it decreases their viral load. Or even with like hep C, it decreases their viral load, right? Now, say they don't show up for their appointments, right? And they're out here thinking that they're undetectable, which means they possibly can't, they can't pass the virus. <clears throat> but if they miss a dose or a couple doses... You know, people will come back and they're like, oh, I'm detectable now? I didn't know. And I remember just looking on people's faces. You could just tell, like, oh, my God, I just slept with someone. <laughs> and I'm detectable? Like, do I tell them? Or, you know, it, it's a scary place out here. You have to be careful. It's, it's good to have a healthy fear when it comes to sex and sharing your body with anybody again. Um, I also know, you know, after you get out of a relationship... Especially after you have kids, your body's different. So, you know, for me, I was nervous about, like, being intimate with someone again. Because I'm like, you know, I was a little unsure about my body. But I just want to let you know, someone's always going to be into you. You're beautiful. (laughs) It doesn't matter if you've breastfed, if you got some stretch marks. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid of that. Those are like real life war tattoos and that shit is sexy as fuck (laughs) (laughs) um one thing about fear Mm -hmm. and i remember what you're speaking about like with stds yeah um there was a time to when i would look at their medicine cabinet to see if there was anything there that's smart you should because everybody's not going to disclose information Mm -hmm. 
You got to protect you. Yeah. You are your number one advocate. Yeah. I would look in their medicine cabinets. I would look. Mm-hmm. I would just, just to see stuff. Yeah. You know, um, on top of that, it was just being fearful of, because I had children, mm-hmm. I didn't want to date a pedophile. I didn't want mm-hmm. to date someone who had a criminal, a horrible criminal background. Right. I would go to Megan's website and I would research this person. I think I said that before, but even though we have these fears, you have to kind of see, as I said, see where it's mm-hmm. coming from, you know, and address it that way. Mm-hmm. You know what else is crazy? I wanted to say, just touching on like those um, medications, right? If you know, like sometimes I know that getting out of a relationship, some people engage in risky behavior. Mm-hmm. Those medications are available. So it, it's good to go get checked out, get your regular STD screening, go to clinics and ask your provider if you know that, you know, you're engaging in risky sexual behavior, which you may have contact with other people who are risky, ask them for PrEP. You know, ask them for, you know, anything that will help keep you safe. Right. And definitely use condoms. Wrap that shit up. Saran wrap works. Really? That's what we're doing right now? (laughs) (laughs) No. Condoms, please. Thank you. (laughs) You get in a bind. Oh, oh, Lord. I can't wish you today. I guess y'all would both have to be wrapped completely in spray. Right, right. I, don't, I think that'd be pretty hot. I don't know what, about the breathing. I don't know I what know. was going to happen on there. Yeah. Long story. <laughs> but anyway, don't live in fear. No. Don't let fear control you. Um, having a healthy sense of fear is fine. But, I mean, you are worthy of happiness. Don't let fear take your happiness away. And, and you, that, you know what? I'm so glad you said, about, like, said it like that, too, because it made me think of, like, you are worthy of exactly. this. So if someone is adorning you, if someone is lavishing you with love and gifts, you are worthy of that. You don't question it. Don't ask them why. It you gotta See, realize just because you. somebody else did not realize your worth doesn't mean you weren't exactly. worthy. You know? Exactly. You've been worthy. Somebody exactly. just took advantage of it. Exactly. Someone else is seeing your worth and they're cherishing that within you. So accept it. You could be cautious. You know, keep your eyes open. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody saying just, you know, walk around with a blindfold in the middle right, of traffic. Right, right. You know, but... You're worthy of that. You're worthy to be loved. You're worthy to be treated well. You're worthy to be treated like a king. You're worthy to be treated like a king. A queen. A king, a queen, whatever you want right. to be. Listen. Right. So, and you know, and that's one thing that you have to really kind of look at too. Whether you're mm-hmm. a man or a woman whatever you want to identify with, you are worthy to be treated with love and respect. Dignity and respect. And so when someone is treating you with love and respect, accept it. Exactly. And you know what? You know, it's not that that next relationship is going to last forever. Because I know sometimes when you get out of relationships, you're like, oh, I hope this doesn't work. I hope me, I hope this works out. I don't want it to, I don't want to break up again. Listen, just enjoy the time, the, the time that you have, the experience. Yeah. Because, listen, I, what I've noticed from dating after divorce is that, you know, I date one, it might not work out, but there is something that I learned from them or something that I liked, and the next one was better. And I'm like, what does God have for me next? Like, this right. is going to be fucking amazing. Right. I'm like, because, man, this is beautiful right now. 
I can't wait. Maybe it's going to be right with the with the guy I'm right. dating now. Or if it doesn't work out, oh, I'll be sad. But I mean, if it gets better from this from this point, what do I have to lose? Why am I afraid? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I think about like just the, the little sh- right. You think like I like driving, taking long drives, right? <clears throat> and I'm when I'm driving, I look at the trees. Mm-hmm. And the trees got branches, right? And then the the branches got little other stems coming out of it. And then the stems got leaves. And some of them got flowers. And then the leaves got fucking veins and shit. And I'm saying all that to say is that God took the time for all that detail. So just believe. If he took all the time for the detail in, in the colors. You know, all the leaves don't even be the same fucking color. If I made a tree, it'd be one fucking color. Right? But no. <laughs> I mean, you ever look at the fall leaves yes, and how they beautiful gorgeous. they are? Or just when spring hits and the flowers bloom, right? I, I, I thought to myself, if God took the time to create the universe in all of its little Intricities. intricate... Yes, yeah. yeah, intricate details. Like I'm, I'm like, oh my gosh. Why would he not have something beautiful for me? Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Don't hold on to shit that ain't good for you. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, there's so much beauty in this world. And there's, and there's so, much so much beauty in you. Beauty, exactly. Beauty in you. I was just about to say that. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, you be reading my mind. <laughs> and you know what, too? It's just like, I've been through a couple of relationships here and mm-hmm. there. You know, to write a book about. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yes. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, you should always write. Always journal. Because if these motherfuckers make you mad, let them make you make some money. Let them, like, let the <laughs> anger... Help you get to the next step. You know, get it out there and help somebody else. We tell our stories because I want somebody else to grow. Right. And if you keep it to yourself, no one can grow. It's right. always a secret. And I, and I could honestly say that I, maybe 80% of the relationships I've been in, <laughs> the relationships that I've been in, I could say that there's there's things that I want to take away from that. Mm-hmm. And I want that in the next person. So I, I, there was this one gentleman where he would read to me. Mm. He had some other fuck shit with him too. <laughs> <laughs> fuck shit is a real compound word. But Just want you to know. Go ahead. I used to love how uh-huh. he would read to me. So I treasure that part. I'm like, okay, I'm worthy to be read to. Exactly. How about that? There was somebody else who he would just come and bring me jewelry. It's like, here, I, I just saw this and this looked like you. Exactly. I was like... All right, I like this. You know, I was like, I'm worthy just to have jewelry just pop up at my job. Exactly. You know, just here, here, baby. I'm like, oh, I like that. Oh shit. You know, I'm worthy for someone to say, I booked us a flight. Right. What? Yes. Don't back out. We're going. He was like, oh. So you are worthy. Of you being are worthy. Treated. Somebody checking on you during the day, making sure you ate, making yes. sure you're good. Making sure somebody's like, you know what? Do you have enough to get through? Do you have enough for your bills? Do you have enough? Do you just need to talk? You are worthy of someone listening to you and being concerned about your well-being. Yeah. Like, you know, so when someone is treating you, you know, sometimes we get so used to somebody treating us like shit that when someone treats us good, we start questioning that shit. But when somebody's treating us like some fuck shit, we're like, you think it's okay. Well, this is normal. Right. No, it's not fucking normal. You're worthy of that. I remember this one, this one gentleman is <laughs> <laughs> one of them ones, but I was in a store and I looked at something. He said, 
pick that up. Come on, let's go buy it. I was like, what? I just looked at it. He said, I know you wanted it, though. I saw you the way you were looking at it. And he was right. Uh-huh. And I was like, wow. He knew me that well enough to know that what I liked. So you're worthy of someone being in tune with you. Exactly. You're worthy of someone being in tune with your body. Oh, girl. Oh, my God. Listen. Girl. Why we be like this? <laughs> yes. You are worthy of that. Like, you know, you're not worthy. Listen, listen, listen. You should never accept mediocre dick. Mm, my. Ooh, mediocre sex or anything of the sort. You are worthy of a true and beautiful orgasm. Yes, you are. <laughs> You're worthy of somebody taking the time to learn your body. You know, Say that again. You are worthy of someone taking the time to learn your body. But in order for somebody to learn your body, you need to know it by yourself. You need to know your body and all of the details uh-huh. and everything that you like for someone else to know. Sometimes. Because there's, there's some things I, mean, I just can't hit. Okay. <laughs> I don't mean it like that, but I mean like... I feel you though. I think you I- should know what you like and be able to speak up about it. Like, or you know, be comfortable enough with yes. that person to try something. And also res- that person respecting you enough mm-hmm. to say, okay, we don't have to go down this route. Exactly. You, you are just... And I mean, not have the fear of saying, oh, he's going to leave me or she's going to leave me because Exactly, I don't if I don't do, do what this. they want. Yeah. I mean, the word of the day a couple days ago was queenly, right? And as a queen, you need to be... You need to know that you're worthy of queenly things. Que- you, you shouldn't accept anything less. And, and for the guys, you should be... Out here accepting nothing less than being treated like a king. But you you know, in order to have those things and be treated that way, you have to walk like a queen. <laughs> and act like a king, you know? You... I guess you get the same energy you put out in the universe. Mm-hmm. You know? I would agree. I would completely, completely agree with that. And that's one thing. I'm so glad you said that because that's what I was thinking about in the beginning of our mm-hmm. conversation. Is this you people listen, 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 listen. Law of attraction. Mm-hmm. What you think about, you will manifest. Exactly. So if you are thinking about fear and this man or this woman's going to fuck me over mm-hmm. and this is going to go bad and this is, guess what? You are putting that out into the universe. universe. And the universe will fill them vibrations. Exactly. That's what you're going to get. And you might say, I don't want that. But if you keep thinking that, you keep acting like that. Oh, he's going to cheat on me. Or, oh, she's going to cheat on me. Or, this relationship's going to be bad. This relationship's going to be bad. Just like the other I, one. Listen. You are asking for that to happen to you. I was um, talking to one of the doctors the other day. And um, he was saying how at night he has this glass. His water glass that he drinks out of. And on this glass, he has positive affirmations. Hmm. Right. So that when he's drinking his water, the water tastes better. Because mm-hmm. this water is full of love, hope, like just magical shit all in this glass. It may mm-hmm. just be a glass of water to some people, but he is only putting positive things in his body. You know, just uh, a crazy spinoff. There mm-hmm. there was a study about water, um, this... this um, Asian doctor, mm-hmm. he did a study on water and how water is alive and water has vibration and mm-hmm. water has exactly. feeling and you're and 
when you speak positive things into the water that it actually feels it. Mm-hmm. And by you ingesting that, you're also ingesting positive, positive vibration. You. Yes. I challenge you to ingest only positive things. Mm-hmm. Positive vibration. <laughs> only ingest positive vibrations. Exactly. <laughs> Ingest yes, positive. positive. Only ingest and inject positive. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, you know, fear is real. Fear is there. Fear yes. can be there for protection, but do not let fear bind and control you and your life. Exactly. You know, also remember too is this that with the law of attraction, you can make things happen mm-hmm. positive and negatively. Exactly. So speak truth, speak life, speak mm-hmm. positive affirmations into yourself, into and your into spirit, into your soul, exactly. into your home, into your yes. work, yes. like in everything you do, because yes. it will manifest that way. Yes. Listen, I, I said I wanted to build my castle. And what am I doing? Building my castle. Yes, you, every time I come over, I'm like, oh, I see a change. <laughs> I say I want to get it done, and then it happens. Yes. Yes. You know, a lot of times you be like, oh, like, for me, I'm still in school right now. So I'm like, oh, this test. But I had to stop saying that, this test, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. I am going to pass this test. So when I keep telling myself I'm going to pass this test, I'm going to do what it takes to pass this test. Period. You know? So, I'm going to study more. Some I'm, of the strongest words are mm-hmm. right after the word, I am. I am what? Wonderful. I am amazing. I am magnificent. I am smart. I am beautiful. I am strong. You are telling yourself yes. what you are going to become. I am going to win. Exactly. Listen, I am going to be happy. Yes. I am not afraid. I am going to be loved. Period. I love me. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Speak it. Yes. Speak it and it will happen. Most definitely. Remember that old movie? It was like, if you build it, they they will will come. come. (laughs) Wasn't that from like Kenny? What was that? Like Disneyland or something like that? I think it was like, I I don't know. I feel like it was a ballpark. Like in the movie. If you build it, they will come. If anybody... Can tell us what the uh, movie is. We will send you something. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, But anyway, we're going to wrap it up here. I hope that you found something that can help you. Help you conquer your fear. Help you conquer any self-doubt. You are amazing. Remember that. Don't let anyone or anybody make you feel less than who you are. Don't give them don't give anybody permission to make you feel down or bad about yourself. Don't let people yell at you. Don't let people talk bad about you. And this could be your children. This could be your spouse. This could be a family member. This could be an employer. I know we all need to make our money, but remember this all money ain't good money. Hmm. (laughs) In relationships or jobs. So right. So in conclusion, if you fear, if you, if you fear, listen, if you feel like your fear 
is controlling you to a point to where you cannot function, I suggest you seek therapy. Right. Therapy really does help. Um, I, I suggest you journal or talk to a friend. You know, talk to someone because, you know, you don't want to live in bondage. No, you don't. And fear is something that will chain you down and control your life. It sure can. You know, I just think we all deserve to be happy and treated with respect and have positive, healthy relationships and great sex and great date nights and great conversation. Like, I mean, I think we all deserve to enjoy the beauty that is placed upon this earth and this world, this universe, because we only live once. You don't want to have your whole existence, you know, being controlled by fear. That's so true. That is so true. And you know, um, just the quick more thing I wanted to say is is that conquer your fears. Mm -hmm. You know, conquer them. Try to at least... Conquer two fears that you might have every year. Write a list. What, what scares are you? you? Exactly. This is going to be, fuck the bucket list. This is the fuck it list. That's Listen. I right? told you that before. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's what I We're going to have a fuck it list. And we're going to cross them off. We're right. going to stand in the face of the fear. We're going to laugh in the face of fear. Like, anything mm-hmm. that scares you, you should address, address it. it. Period. Don't let it sit back there and fester and control you. Mm-hmm. Fear will have you like walking with a leash. Mm-hmm. I, I know that when I was learning how to drive a stick, mm-hmm. y'all, so I drive a stick. And when <clears throat> I was learning how to drive, I, I learned how to drive a stick on flat land, mm-hmm. right? And then when I moved to a place that was full of hills, mm-hmm. oh my God, my stomach was <laughs> at the bottom of my feet, coasting down, <laughs> coasting. I was like, please don't have, no, they're backing me. You know, that's fear. When yeah. you see like this person like all up on your ass and you're like, I'm driving a sticker on a hill. That's fear. You know, that's fear when you're going down a roller coaster and you're like, am right. I really clicked in? You know, that's fear. Yeah, exactly. It's fear when, you know, you're going down a hill and mm-hmm. it's icy and oh, your God. tires are bald. And you're like, okay, kids, you might have to jump Listen, off. Listen, it's fear. Go your your tires court. don't even got to be bald when you're going down an icy <laughs> hill. It's just scary, especially in Pittsburgh. Right. I mean, this city. So there's, there's fear. But the thing about, the reason I'm saying this is because these are the things that have scared me. Right. And another one is is being in certain types of relationships. Like, do I really want to go this far in a relationship? Right. Because there are certain things with fear. But when you write those things down and you address them. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, Rini, what really had you scared about going down that hill with with <laughs> ice. <laughs> okay, I had no control. Exactly. So that's the thing about it. Do I have do I have control over this situation in the icy condition? Right. No. So what am I going to do to stop me from being in that position like you that? You need again? to have control on flat ground. Right. With right. no ice. Right. Before you can even think about with having better control. Tires. Yes, you, you you need to have all the basics before you can even think about being controlled on an icy situation. And when I know, guess what? There's a hill. I ain't going that way. So basically, if you're not <laughs> fully healed, right. you don't need to be slipping on no fucking ice. Say that again. Period. Right. If you're throw not down healed. Some salt. Yeah, throw <laughs> down some salt. Melt that shit. <laughs> right. Seek therapy. That's that's one of the biggest things. Yeah. Seek therapy. Mm-hmm. And there's really different types therapy. of therapy. Mm-hmm. You know, healing looks different for everybody. 
So don't be ashamed if you need time to heal. Don't be ashamed if you need to wait before you become intimate. Don't be ashamed if you're not ready for dating. Like, take care of you. Yeah. The biggest the biggest fear I have is losing myself again. I'm not losing myself for no fucking body. Mm-hmm. I like the woman that I have become. <laughs> <laughs> You're a gorgeous woman at that. Why, thank you. Most definitely. I I, I like, once you find happiness, my biggest fear is not being happy. Like, oh my gosh, I don't want to be miserable. I don't want to be depressed. I've been depressed before. I don't want to go back to that place. That's a dark place. Mm -hmm. So, I protect my peace. Mm -hmm. So, again, Mm -hmm. ways to eliminate fear, right? You want to address everything. Right. And not all at the same goddamn time. That's just too much. So therapy, um, knowing when to say no. Learning yourself. Exactly. Learning yourself, knowing when to walk away. Look, there's one thing about fear that I want you to realize. Um, addressing things doesn't mean always running up to fight it. You know, I have learned, like even with jobs, for instance, right? There's some jobs where, you know, old school people are like, oh, just stay at the job. You're going to find, you're going to have, you're going to face racism and all that every day, wherever you go. So just stay there. Stop running away. But I want you to also realize the level of high blood pressure and diabetes that our older generation has. I'm not (laughs) with that fuck shit. (laughs) I'm not about to get high blood pressure and increase stress. And start eating crazy so that I'm fucking diabetic to hold on to something that ain't good for me. Because right. I'm fearful that I won't find another fucking job or another fucking relationship. Learn to walk away. Be fearless. Walk away from whatever's not good for you. That's right. That's and right. in conclusion, you know what we always say. Protect your family. Protect your peace. Protect your heart. Protect your loved ones. And um, most importantly, protect your fucking edges. Don't be so scared. I mean, you get so scared, them edges gonna fall right the fuck out. It and happened to me. You before. see my edges? They they're moisturized. They're growing. Look at that <laughs> oh, shit. I need look that good. Honey. I need that oh honey. yes. Oh my goodness. I found this new honey conditioner. Simply fucking amazing. Inbox me, and I will let you know what it is. But this is Quay and Rainy. And thank you for tuning in to College Grad Marriage Dropout. Dropout.